In today's episode, Aileen and Nancy discuss shape-shifting and multidimensionality. <laughs> Welcome to Expansive Minds Podcast, Gateway to Freedom, a podcast where two friends, Aileen and Nancy, explore and expand beyond what they think they know in order to live a life of freedom. Thank you for joining us. And away we go. I'm just feeling this out. I'm taking what you're saying and I'm thinking about what I was thinking about walking up the Oh, stairs. you had a concept you wanted to talk about today. And it's a very, in your words, woo-woo concept. Okay, let's hear it. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. So I'll start the first time I was aware that it happened. Oh, it a happened. It. Oh, oh, we don't know. Yes. Oh, I want to tell you, you're going to love this. Is, I don't think I, I can't am. wait to take you down <laughs> this rabbit hole. I don't think I am. Yes. Like <laughs> <laughs> so I was sitting at lunch with someone I knew. It was a probably a monthly like lunch group mm-hmm. that met and this guy, just for a little background, we did not get along. Okay. All right. And I think that's really important for the kind of credibility of the story, which is we did not really get along. And in this particular uh, lunch, it was only he and I. Okay. And he was sitting across from me. And as we were talking, he kept looking at me and he had this strange, unusual expression on his face. Okay. And he was just like, his eyes were sort of popped open and he's looking curiously at me and I have no idea why. And then he says, you don't look like you. Oh, interesting. And I thought, oh, that's okay. You know, all on him. I was like, whatever. And then he said, you look like a woman from India. Oh, wow. And then I thought, well, I'm super, quote unquote, tan right now. Like because I'm Italian Albanian, yeah. in the summer with sun, I can get really dark. My pigment really, really darkens. So I thought he meant that. Okay. And I said, Oh well, yeah, I've been out doing things in the sun. And he said, Oh no, 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 no. He said, You look like a woman from India. It you, it's not your face. Uh huh. Shape shifting thing. And I and yeah. I thought, Oh, okay. I did not feel a thing. I didn't know anything. However, I totally believed him. It made it credible because I knew he would not be making that up or jumping down to say anything that would seem cool. Like he was really kind of distraught about it. Okay. And then a couple years later, when I went to Mount Rainier to help with a vision quest with my Nooksack friend, um, Nooksack is a Native American tribe from the Pacific Northwest. Uh, the first night, it was he and I and one of the Vision Quest people, young people, was there just the first night. Everyone else was going to come the next day. So my friend had gone off to his tent, and this woman and I were standing out near this fire, and I was on one side of the fire, she was on the other. And then she was looking at me, and she said, I know this is probably going to sound strange, but you look like a big spider. <laughs> and I thought, well, it's raining. It's dark. Okay. okay. And, but she was so beautiful and so delightful. And she looked and she was describing it. 
Mm. And I thought, okay, well, this is kind of cool. I guess if I'm going to, if anybody's going to see anything about me and this is great. And she was like, it was like a goddess spider and she's describing it. And I will say that week, so many spiders were around me mm-hmm. uh, to the point where I got in my car to go into town to get some things. And a spider had done a web from like my rear view mirror to my seat. Like there were oh, spiders. Wow. Yeah. I thought, well, this is wow. interesting. Well, I'm amazed that we're friends because I'm arachnophobic. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm trying to do so much. We're seeing the goddess part of that. Okay, so there was a couple more incidences. Now I didn't feel anything. Then I was visiting a friend who I'd met when I went to Cozumel, and then he and I became good friends. And I was visiting him at his place in Wisconsin, and we're just on the couch chatting, and he gets that look on his face. And at this point, I know that look, looking intense and confused. And he said. And he doesn't, he didn't know anything about, none of these people knew any of these other incidences. They don't know each other. They don't know the incident. And he said, this is really strange, but you look like my friend, like a dude friend of hers. I said, and at this point I was like, okay, sure. I mean, I get, I get it. (laughs) I I get it. And he said, I mean, it's really weird. He said, I'm just looking at you and you look just like him. And I'm like, okay, well, um, what do we do? Like, okay, great. Like, we just kept talking. Then years later, again, completely different situation. A woman, a client, we're in a session. Now, this time I felt something happening. As she and I were talking, I felt my cheeks expanding. They felt like my face was tingling and oh, wow. starting to do things. And then she looked at me and she had that look. <laughs> and so I said, for the first time, I was proactive. I said, is my face looking different to you? (laughs) (laughs) And she said, like her jaw almost dropped. She was more freaked out than anybody else. She said, yes. And I said, do you recognize? Like, what does it look like? She said, you look like my mother-in-law who died a long time ago. And I said, oh. Does she have the full face? (laughs) She did. Oh, yeah. I said, and I pointed to where I thought my cheeks were coming out to. And she said, yes, that's where the cheeks are. Like, I could feel it. So that happened twice. Another time in a session that happened and I could feel it happening. I looked at her. I said, am I turning into your mother-in-law? And she said, yes. (laughs) Um, And then recently I've noticed, I mean, on and off when I'm working with people, they've looked and said, oh, you look like an angel or there's so much light around you. And I'm like, okay, cool. That's like the energy buzz going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're in this. Oh, right. Recently, and this is different, you know, who even knows? And so the last two, in the last two days, so Tuesday and Wednesday of this week, Tuesday, I had a client look at me and she said, I just have to tell you, your face has been changing into different faces this entire time. And again, I didn't feel anything. I'm like super into the work we're doing. I was doing some past life stuff with her. I was like okay. really thinking okay. about past life stories, which absolutely lined up to things that were happening in her life, which was great. Then yesterday a client who I've known for a very, very long time and how we got into energy work doing things together. Again, didn't say a word to her about shape, like nothing. And she looked at me and all of a sudden her eyes, she's on the table and her eyes sort of popped out and she said, purple, I just saw purple. But then she looked around to see if it was reflecting off something and she saw it didn't. And she said, okay, purple was on your face. She said, but it didn't come across your face. She said it was purple lights Mm. coming out from under your skin above your eyebrows (laughs) and she was saying it but kind of in disbelief but also just reporting back to me what she saw Mm. and I said okay 
And again, I didn't feel a thing. I right. said, okay. And then I was working on a little more and I moved to the other side of her body. And then she looked at me and she said, now they're blue. And I said, okay, <laughs> I don't know. Yes, I believe you. So it's this funny thing where I'm the one who like goes into past lives, goes into parallel lives. I'll go anywhere. I'll see yeah. anything. I go into people's dreaming and their journeying and da, 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 da. And yet only twice, and it was the same woman who saw me and I was morphing into her mother-in-law each time. That's the only time I ever felt anything myself or had an awareness. Yes. So it's kind of wild that people are looking at me, telling me my face changes yeah so, so where to thought, begin i'd love to hear what so you, you want to talk say. about this okay yes, so now I, I get a gear change because and we didn't even say hello to everybody and each other officially on the air so hello 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 i was walking up this the stairs and i said i gotta bring this up to okay Nancy. and i was okay so now let me reset so there might be a I, reason that i have to bring it up to you because it was well, so strong okay yep i have chicken skin so okay, there's something good. going on yeah there energetically so that's one of the things the way like i feel energy shifts is i get goosebumps and it's not cold in here. It's, quite, it's actually quite hot. Um, so anyway, yeah, where to start? Let's mm-hmm. see. I'll start with the present, which is what you're saying is a phenomenon that I have, that Kim, my friend Kim and I, who is, she's incredibly empathic, have been experiencing a lot. We did a, we did a pretty aggressive hike on Earth Day. Didn't even realize it was going to be Earth Day, but just such a connection with Mother Earth and during this hike. We were saying we were feeling like, and this had been the theme a couple of weeks prior to, like, um, do you remember, I don't know if you remember Terminator mm-hmm. 2, I think, when the Terminator fell in the metal and he, and he was, as he was like melting, he started shift, trying to shape shift into the previous figures that he had adopted. And I was saying to Kimmy, this is sort of what I feel like. I feel like I'm kind of like... There's a bunch of different faces and things trying to come out of me, almost like alien. Like, and she said, like, yeah, like then the alien came out of the like, oh, yeah, but like, or like Polyjuice Potion when Mad Eye Moody changed back, like that sort of kind of like shifting phenomena. We have been experiencing it, Kim and I, I the past couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. Now, that said, I have also gotten what you've gotten for years, for for many years. So Mm -hmm. when I first started into this stuff and started seeing mediums and intuitives and shamans. Every one of them, when, well, they, I think I said in a previous podcast, I have been told I'm an alien by several of these energy people, but more specifically a shapeshifter alien. So mm-hmm. from a planet, a shapeshifting planet. So yeah, the concept of shapeshifting is familiar with me. We didn't know we were going to be talking about it. Probably not something I would have wanted to talk about. Yes, I'm an I'm a shapeshifter. You know, um, but I do think there's something going on. And uh, here's where the here's where I think it's coming from because I am an engineer and I need to put some logic behind this mm-hmm. so I don't lose my mind. I, <laughs> given <coughs> there it goes in the voice. Mm-hmm. <coughs> given the the intense energy shifts and they've been huge solar flares in April, which are a real thing. They make real magnetic fields. It's a real influx. Absolutely. It's an actual tactile t- phenomena. It's mm-hmm. not just woo woo. It's an actual thing. The solar flares and the and the change in the frequency mm-hmm. that scientists have now noticed is going on in Mother Earth. Given that shift, which based on the cryon stuff I've been listening to, 
I believe it is us coming into our multidimensional selves. Mm-hmm. So as opposed to me turning into different people, I actually now, this is my latest theory and I'm sticking to mm-hmm. it until it gets debunked because right, as scientists, <laughs> there's always... More, more to be revealed. Right. You don't know what you don't know. <laughs> All right. But right now, my story, and I'm In sticking this moment, to it. This is what we think. Is mm-hmm. what we think that I think we are, our DNA strands that have been inactive are becoming more active. There's, I think we use 30% of our DNA. I hope I'm getting that right. So as more of it becomes activated, I believe that's the multidimensional part of us. So I have been doing meditations with Cryon on activating the dormant strands of the DNA mm-hmm. to the point though where I was getting kind of a little freaked out. And so I stopped, for, <laughs> I stopped for a while there, but I believe, yes, these shapeshifters, these figure things, I believe it's actually your multidimensional self just kind of peeking through portals in other ways, shapes and forms. So mm-hmm. that's what I believe. Multidimensional. Mm-hmm. And everybody is and can do it. So now it's more of, do you own it? And you become aware of it. Mm-hmm. It's what we focus on. And as I probably said before, and I say it, this is all just the same as selective hearing. And if we're in a room and there's music going on, we're at a party or in a restaurant and there's music going on and there's other people chatting, we can listen and focus just on the person in front of us and not hear or know or bring in the stimulation from all of the other things around us. And I'm going to layer on that and say, that's what quantum physics is. Nothing mm-hmm. comes into this reality until you put your focus on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's when matter collapses, when you put your focus on it. And so when we step back and step forward and step back and step forward in our psyche, in our awareness... There is so much to see and so much to know. And I think many of us are simultaneously hearing. The selective hearing choice now is more about not what's in front of me or what's behind me. It's not making a choice of, I will listen to the band song behind me, or I will listen to and I will eavesdrop to the people to the right at the table at the right to me, or I will concentrate on the person in front of me, we are simultaneously able to hear, focus on, receive information, connection with everything that's going on at the same time. (laughs) Head exploding. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. (laughs) And it's... uh, It's a very difficult concept for a lot of us because we're linear. Mm -hmm. And that is very nonlinear. Very Mm nonlinear. And to be able to go in and out of them by choice. So that's something I enjoy actually a lot. Isn't that what... Who's the one who just died? The he's, uh, Tick Tick Not Han. Who, who just died? Tick Tick Not Tick Not Han died. Who he he said meditation. he act he owned it. I live in all dimensions, all times, and then I just choose. That's that's what it is. And so when I work with people, if it's a quote unquote past life, we you know we can still say past life, but to me it only has a every episode every image every storyline just has a different shade of color to it Mm. Um, so what we call past life 
is just something that our history books that we've created say happened in the quote unquote past. So like I, I'll work with someone and all of a sudden I'll see a scene and I'll say, Oh, and I learn history and geography better than I ever have by doing past cool. life work because I'll say, okay, this is, I see you wearing this and I describe <laughs> what it looks like. I have no idea where You're it's like from. You're like Dolores Cannon. It's yeah. super cool. Then I'll Google it, yeah. you know, and then I'll say, oh, that oh, was the dress of that uh, era. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so I can be in the space in my office mm -hmm. or doing a Zoom or FaceTime with someone while I'm also in... 1325 mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in Spain. I mean, that's the other thing. I'll come up with names of places. And I'm like, I don't know where that is. And then I look, I'm like, oh, that's what it was called back in, you know, blah, blah, blah. Super cool. It is so cool. Sometimes I, I have to look at a map mm -hmm. because I'll know, I'll be like, I know where it is. So I look at a map and then I point to it. I'm like, oh yeah, cool. So mm -hmm. we can simultaneously no shift our focus and and it's not some people work really hard at it and they try to quote unquote look forward like look oh, at that's it so effort and yeah. it's more it comes in your side view which is a yes. hard to explain but people get it and and it's like a quote unquote side view it's on your peripheral vision it's not directly in front and i think that's the th i think because we're conditioned to do three dimensional five sensory that we might just sort of train ourselves to think, well, if I'm going to see another dimension, it has to be, quote unquote, in front of me. And it's right. like, well, no, that's your three-dimensional, five-sensory attachment. That's an excellent point. Right. I recently discovered Dr. Sue Mortar. Mm. And of course, all of these teachers say the same thing because the concepts are the same. So since they're valid concepts and you have multiple teachers and they are going to say the same message, but they say it with different words and it lands different at different times, depending on where I'm. So I blip around from teachers to teachers. Sometimes it's Grian, sometimes it's Abraham. I like Michael Sandler. I like uh, Alan Watts. But now I found, so lately I've been into Dr. Sue Mortar. And she has exercises that, thank you, you're encouraging me to do, which I have not done yet, but I've heard her speak about in an interview, where she develops your peripheral vision. So oh, you like mm -hmm. look right in front of you and something to the effect of you take your hand while you're staring straight in front of you and you move your hand from out of you right side Excellent. to out of you left side. And the idea is to develop that peripheral yes. vision because that is how the third eye sees. That's the strength. Mm -hmm. And she also says cool. that that third eye is not going to let you see until you are ready mm -hmm. because your brilliant self doesn't want to freak you out. Correct. You don't want to blow your brain. So she has a sequence of breathing nice. exercises, which she calls one a root lock. If I can remember oh. correctly, mm -hmm. she said something sense. about, she said, imagine, you know, you're, you're peeing and you stop the stream. Mm -hmm. And then she said, okay, now pretending you're peeing, but you, now you're going to pull back like 50%. And then you breathe in, to the belly from like two feet underneath you while you hold that slight contraction and then, you know, you exhale. The concept being breath is life, breath is the field, breath is the ethers. You are energy in a denser format and you're taking that less dense energy of the breath into within this body and then you breathe it out in the breath of God, frankly. So that's why so many 
of these meditation techniques are built around breathing because mm-hmm. there is life force in the air and bringing it into your body to the place where you can pull yourself to earth. You are a 3D being as well. You need to be mm-hmm. grounded right. here. And then once you're grounded, you explore above the 3D dimension. But you have to be grounded and have that awareness Excellent point. before... Right before your brilliant body, energy light form will allow you to see other things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the other thing about breath work is the reminder of just sort of the basics of how we function. And so going to our nervous system and fight or flight, mm-hmm. and we're so mm-hmm. much like, right, we have so much fight or flight going mm-hmm. on um, that's, you know, unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Technically unnecessary. And so the body, when we are holding our breath in, when we're holding it tight, our body thinks we're in fight or flight and therefore it conjures up anxiety. So it conjures up all those feelings. Seize right up. Yeah. Yeah. So it's sort of like which came, you know, comes first, the chicken or the egg kind of piece. And that that is important for us to learn how to breathe. So however yes. you're learning and to have an awareness of your breath is that when we are breathing in a calm, mm-hmm. intentional way, it tells our psyche, it tells our body, it tells the mechanisms of our nervous system, we are safe. Right. We and, are safe. Right. And one other word that Dr. Sumorta uses we, we tend to go for enlightenment. She said, but we should really be going for embodiment. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. then when you are safe in your body, then you receive enlightenment. You don't go get it. But it mm-hmm. can't come to you until you are embodying stillness. Mm-hmm. Cool stuff. Yeah. Well, you still look like Aileen at the moment. <laughs> I didn't shift in front of you. No. Well, you do do. I've I have I have experienced you shifting, and I've also my kids notice this too. When we when you're we're having a session with you and you're working on us, your ceiling has some cool stuff going on it. So when we're lying on your table and looking up, it's like wow, it's like a whole movie screen up there in the ceiling. And my kid, my kids said the same thing. They're like, Do you know, what's in your ceiling. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So we, my kids and I think your ceiling is uh, is a movie screen. <laughs> yeah. Well, we must be traveling places together. I think. Well, clearly right. we found it's each like other. It's like a planetarium right? where you go into a planetarium and you look up and stuff is happening. Oh, I never thought of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Yep. Your your healing room ceiling is the planetarium. Yep. I love it. Right. Wherever we're supposed to be, whatever is, right. We're floating. We look like we look like I'm standing beside you and you're in a, on a table, but really, yes, <laughs> really, the ceiling is giving you a tip off. No, we're other places. <laughs> all, all at once. All at once. <laughs> cool stuff. So for those of us who do want to delve a little deeper into this, mm-hmm. how about some words of advice? Because I know me being the type A engineer when I decided I'm going to turn on my dormant DNA, and I'm going to explore multi-dimension. Yes. And I, as I do with so many things, hit it like a beast. You hit it hard. Hard. Wicked hard, hit as we say in Boston. Had. Wicked hard. I hit it like a beast, and I scared the bleep out of myself. Right, right, right. right? right. Then I pulled way back. Oh, my God, this is so scary. Or is it either this is real, and I'm terrified mm-hmm. because it's so nonlinear, or I'm losing my mind. Right. Yeah. The losing um, the mind thing. So it is very, it can feel very strange. And the reminder is, it's just that your reference points are changing. 
So it feels very unsettling until we expand to master our environment to realize there are no such thing as reference points. So what I say to people is imagine if you get up every morning, you go downstairs and you sit in a blue chair in your living room and you just kind of sit there for a minute to get ready for your day. What would it feel like if you got up in the morning and you went into that room and you just sort of went to sit down on it, but it wasn't there? You don't know what happened mm. to it. Or it was it. red. <laughs> or it was red. You don't know what happened to it. It happened beyond your awareness, conscious like this awareness. Yes. Um, and it would be disconcerting. And you're still okay. And so when something happens to us, it changes and takes away our reference point. The reference point being three-dimensional, five-sensory reality. Mm-hmm. So when something happens that is not that, right, it can feel as tangible as showing up in your living room and the chair you always sit in is gone. So one time, this is sort of one of my favorite, well, I have a lot of favorite ones, but this was a great <laughs> one. So uh, to that point of getting up in the morning, I had two little daughters at the time, came down the stairs and I sat down in the living room for a minute and when I looked at the TV that was, quote unquote, across the room, typically I was like, oh, I sit in this chair, the TV's over there, three-dimensional, five-sensory, I knew where everything was. I sat down, and it was so <laughs> unbelievable. The TV felt like it was in my face, like it was oh, like wow. up in about a third into my face. And a lot of times we have simul, like the, I mean, not simul, we have spontaneous knowings when that happens. So I'm sitting there. It was very visceral, very real. The TV was there. And I just heard myself say, three dimensions is a joke. Huh. And then I said, I was living on Nantucket at the time. So I think this is why I use this reference point. I heard myself say, it was very clear. I was talking to myself, there are more dimensions then there are grains of sand yes. on all the beaches. Wow. Like Nantucket and beyond. And I sat there, my heart went, because what does it mean now? What What's going to happen now? You have to relearn everything. So then I thought, well, I still have to get up and make my kids lunch for school. <laughs> <laughs> but I need to tell somebody what would happen. <laughs> this lunch thing seems so unimportant now. It, right? Right. So... People will have spontaneous, not anything they were trying to do moments. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, how do we assimilate it? And that's like energy work, right? The work happens in the, well, the work starts in the moment, but it takes at least three to five days for it to assimilate. Because it's like, well, how do I function with this new information? And that's actually an interesting concept that I have been experiencing fairly recently I had a lot of changes in my life and trying to decide how I want to move forward with career and just in general how trying to decide how I want to move forward the things that used to be so important I'm like oh my god I can't believe I spent that much time and energy on that that's so irrelevant that's things now have such an unimportance now that I'm really kind of embracing these concepts of multidimensionality and expansiveness, but they're still general vague concepts and you still need to have one foot in the 3D. Mm-hmm. So I feel that to me is where 
where the work comes in to try to merge and balance joyfully. Love them all. Right. Mm -hmm. Love them all. Totally love them all. And so when we have a spontaneous thing that happens. Yes. Luckily, there's enough information out there that you can just Google a whole bunch of things. Thank goodness. And people are talking about, there's lots of books. There's, there's lots of ways to understand what's happening. Yes. And I think, it's, I think it's a good response to think you're crazy at first. Because what we're really trying to say is the reality I was attached to no longer exists. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Do I exist? Do I not exist? Yeah. How do I participate? And it makes us think, who am I? Who really am I? Yeah. You if my reality changed so much... Who am I? Yeah, it's that matrix thing. Mm-hmm. Totally. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Wow. Well, on that mind-blowing <laughs> note, we're going to leave you with that to think about. How do you like that? <laughs> we're closing with it wide open. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and on that note, more, more to, to be, be revealed. revealed. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on Expansive Minds Podcast, Gateway to Freedom. Until next time, more to be revealed.